Hey guys, this is the FQ Podcast. Where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And let's find out what we're talking about this week. George, we are doing our first live podcast on recording. Not really live, but recording podcast. Right? Yeah. We haven't... uh, Done a video. We haven't done a video. We did one. We did a Facebook Live. Oh, yeah, that's true. And just so everybody knows who this guest is next to me, her name is Isabel. She is our guest of the week. And, yes, since we're recording, you actually get to see her, which I didn't even think about that. (laughs) They're like, who's that? Um, It is (laughs) August 16th, 2022. Um, And we are in our church. George is in his truck. And so... Uh, how's it going, George? You just got honked at, I think. It wasn't, wasn't at me. Like oh. where I, I'm also by Hill Air Force Base. Oh, you hear that jet? So, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> or that was a fart. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that was definitely a jet. It was definitely a jet. <laughs> so, uh, this week we have Isabel. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Isabel and um, I work here at the church with Jacob and, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this week we're going to interview her. So George has no idea who she is. So, uh, usually George has great questions and this comes up, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how'd you grow up? Did you grow up with mom, dad, all that stuff, which I know, but they we don't raised know. By wolves. Yes. We well, raised by wolves. Yes. I was, <laughs> I was raised by wolves. Uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, I've grown up in church basically my whole life. I'm a pastor's kid. So, uh, PK. Yeah. PK. That um, sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's an adventure for sure. <laughs> yeah. So how, how is, how has it been being a PK kid? Well, I mean, it has its ups and downs like, uh, oh, there was a band <clears throat> called Rapture Ruckus that came to the church one time yeah. and disciple. And so. I got to meet them because I was a PK. I'm like, yeah, privileges. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that was, you know, a fun, that's a fun aspect of it. But um, being a PK, part of it is just growing up in church your whole life. And so sometimes, like, the concept of, you know, just God overall can become kind of monotonous and kind of just going through the motions. And so, but I mean, I've always had, like, a respect and knowledge of God. Yeah. And that, but I mean, sometimes you have, you just have to check yourself. Be like, you know, I have to check my motives you know yeah am i just going through the motions or am i like pursuing a relationship with him and pursuing his heart that makes sense so what what is the hardest part about being a pk kid probably just checking your motives (laughs) yeah you have to um just really just like i said check your motives and pursue god's heart um yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then oh i mean also like the the pressure of having to live up to a certain way because you are like under a microscope kind of and it's like you can't slip up otherwise that might reflect badly on the church yeah and so you have to you're expected to live like a perfect lifestyle and act a certain way and so that's you know another yeah downfall were you gonna ask something george yeah i mean did you growing up did you have I've had the experience of being around PKs and and 
you know, see him growing up and I would be the only one to give him any kind of correction when it was needed because people were afraid to correct the pastor's kids. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you feel like that it's not in my case? <laughs> I mean, like, I'll wear like holy jeans to church or something like that, and they'll be like, yeah. "What happened to your jeans?" or something like, "Like, like, did you go through the barbed wires or something?" Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just we actually. Um, what was it? My so I was like an honorary PK kid because my uncle was my grandma was over at church, and then my uncle was, and so. We got judged, but not as bad <laughs> as I feel like if you're their immediate kids. Um, but you did still get that same thing of like, hey, uh, why is that? Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And like people would say dumb things like, is your sock drawer organized? Or like, yeah, I don't know. Like, because if it's not organized, you have an unorganized life with God. Oh and I was gosh. like, my sock drawer has nothing to do with God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a time when I came to church and I, I read my Bible on my phone yeah. and this guy, he was like, where's your Bible? He's like, let me see it right now. And I was like, oh, it's on my phone. And so he like, he made me pull out my Bible app on my phone and show him that I yeah. had a Bible. And so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd be like, <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. That's just, I mean, it, there's just too much judgment in the church in general. You know, I, yeah. I feel, yeah. you know, it, and should we be held at a higher standard? Yes, I, I would say so. Yeah. But at the same time, everybody like, should. You? Yeah. Right? You know, my, my going and asking you about your sock drawer, <laughs> you know, I'm like, what is that? What you, does that matter? You, you go, know? hey, let me see your, your search in, history. And yeah. yeah. Like, I just, you know, and I've seen both sides where it's, you know, that people are afraid to correct the pastor's kid and they're running rampant, you know, running, running wild. Yeah. And think they can do whatever because they're the pastor's kid. Mm -hmm. And then I've had, you know, pastor friends, youth pastor friends that would just let their kids run all over. And not really, you know, they're like, oh, well, they're at church. Nothing can happen to them. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's okay either. I'm like, you got a background <laughs> yeah. check on everybody in here? You yeah. know, like, it's, I don't know. It, it, it's, church kind of crazy. And, I, <laughs> and growing up in it, I've seen pastors' kids do really great. And then I've seen them fall really hard. Yeah. You know? For sure. Probably one of my first uh, kind of not experiences with the pastor's kid, but the the pastor's daughter, um, she got pregnant before she was married, you know? Yeah. And you everybody know, and their she, mom she, got she, mad, huh? That was, it was a weird situation because there was, there was a lot more going on in that family than just that. Yeah, but that was part of her acting out, and they did like he did. The pastor did leave. It seemed like shortly after that, but really my timeline could be kind of fuzzy. You know, I was a teenager, and it was just kind of yeah weird. One day when he got up and said, um, "This is going to be my last day, and I don't want anyone to contact me." Oh wow! 
<laughs> That's all he said. Like, yeah, the, don't ever talk to me happen. again. Thanks. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was kind of abrupt, you know? Yeah. And then I'm sure people thought it was because his daughter was pregnant. You know, I'm sure because there's definitely going to be shade thrown there, you know, because scripturally you are supposed to be watching out, out for your kids. Your kids are supposed to be well-behaved, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, they also have their own free will. Yep. Yeah. You know, and you can do all those things to raise up your kids, whether you're, you know, you're a pastor and you're raising up your kids or you're not a pastor and you're raising up your kids in the Lord and the way that they should go, like the Bible says, and they could still walk away. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. true. And so you, you kind of, uh, we, I asked Isabel to come with her testimony and her story a little bit. And so you can talk as much as you want. So don't, <laughs> don't think, Oh, I have to sit here quietly. Um, we definitely oh, promote okay. <laughs> us talking less, our guests talking more. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, you, I guess you, she has a list next to us. You guys can't <laughs> see it, but I see it. And so, no, it's it's smart because I, I always tend to, me and George will talk about something, and then afterwards I'll be, darn it, I should have said that. And so, yeah. yeah. I, do have a, I do have a question to kind of start it off for you, though. You know, yeah, you were raised in church, but – um. When did you really make that decision for yourself to follow God? Honestly, um, when the COVID shutdown happened, and I was in 10th grade at the time, and um, that was like just really, the, my dad likes to call it the spiritual pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so um, it's just like I had nothing else to do really, and uh, I was just kind of like, you know, well, why not? <laughs> and so I just, I started, and um now I like I just love I love getting to spend time with God. Like I started reading my Bible and praying to him. I mean, I prayed before, but like just praying more. And um but yeah, I started reading my Bible and really worshiping as well. Like just turning on some Maverick City or something in the morning or listening to podcasts. Um when which, I get ready Which to one's bed. your favorite? I might as well ask. Okay. It's not a cube, guys. I'll just say <laughs> <Sorry>. that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just I'm kidding. Sorry. Those guys are weird. <laughs> you know, everybody's favorite pet or who's our favorites is probably our parents. <laughs> <laughs> and our wife's kind of. <laughs> but no, who's your favorite podcast? Um, I really like Sadie Robertson's uh, Whoa, That's Good podcast. Whoa, That's Good? Yeah. Is it's that called what it's called? Whoa, that's oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she was awesome. Like at, so we went to youth camp or whatever you want to call it, conference. I don't yeah. know. I'm just calling it youth camp. That's what it was. And so. Um, but there was no camping involved. No. <laughs> there was hoteling. Um, and so it was it was awesome. And uh, it, even for her, it was, there was some life-changing stuff. But yes. even for me and, like, the kids, like, it, it was just, like, awesome to see 12,000 kids worshiping God and uh, really seeing, like, the head pastor like in his element and being real. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll see like huge mega church pastors, not real. And, um, but he was a real deal. Like Chris Hodgins, if you guys ever decide to look into him, he was awesome. Um, but yeah, continue. Sorry. I interrupted. Oh, I don't 
Oh, <laughs> it's just like, they hurt you. Um, and so, <laughs> so that happened like with COVID, you know, you got more into prayer and worship, but where did you like before that, is there like a definitive moment where you could say, this is when I decided to follow Jesus. Cause I feel like people like, that like for your grow, um, own perspective don't like, have that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly it was during the shutdown, but I mean, I, I gave my life to the Lord when I was like four. And so, I mean, I've always had a respect and honor of God, but I never had that relationship like I did now, like I do now. And when I did, when I started during the shutdown. And so now I cool. just, I really, I have that, I just, I've grown really closer to God and I have more of an understanding of him. Um, now that I've like dived, like dove into his word and um, just have learned more about him. And I love, like, I, I love him. Instead yeah. of where I just had a respect of, like for him, now I like love him and I want to pursue him and I want to pursue his heart. So that's awesome. So like, um, we do def- definitely need to make a shirt, t shirt, George that says that's awesome because we do say that a lot. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but no, at least it's not like that one dude who's is that's amazing. Um, and so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so with that you you were in lockdown. And so that gave you an opportunity to seek God, which I think either Christians really seeked God, uh, moved away from God or basically become like gluttons and just sat there and yeah. <laughs> did nothing. Right. Um, yeah, just kind of stagnant. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like e- even for me, I felt like it was a change for us because when the, the pandemic hit, that's how this podcast started. Oh, wow. Um, we, well, me and him had talked about it, what, six months before that, George? Three to six months, right around yeah. there. And so I bought yeah. all this equipment, <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, we're going to do it. And then me and George kept not doing it. And then January came by, and we're like, hey, we're going to do it soon. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it. And then all of a sudden, the pandemic hit, and, like, you're supposed to stay away from people. And me and George <laughs> were going in the school library and and doing podcasts every week and so uh, at that time we had an an earthquake a pandemic and then there was like a tornado or something oh my goodness yeah so we we had all that going down and my family had just like we just moved to utah that august yeah and like so we're there for a month and earthquake and tornado and then you know, a couple months later, pandemic, it was great. We're like, <laughs> really, Lord? And really, like, when we looked at it, too, like, for us, that was the best place for us to be. Yeah. If we would have still been in Illinois, they their schools were shut down way longer than Utah schools. Yeah. I think some of them are still kind of shut down. Um, but we would have, we both would have still had to work. So yeah. we wouldn't be able to be there for our kids, you know? So it actually, you know, man makes the steps and God laughs, you know, <laughs> or man, <laughs> man makes his plans, man makes his plans and God laughs, yeah. but, or really God orders the steps. But if it wasn't for that, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to know what we would have done. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was, yeah, we were in the right spot at the right time for sure. But, like, for us, like, you did see people who were, like, 
either going one way or the other, but like, uh, Carolyn, the Christian, which is one of our friends, uh, she's an atheist. And then she's all the pandemic happened. I couldn't be a comedian cause she's a comedian, like a professional. And, uh, she was like, I didn't know what to do. So then all of a sudden I start reading my Bible, looking into this. And then all of a sudden I find myself going, huh, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. Wow. But you were saying like in the pandemic that happened. And so before that you believed, but you never fully made God like a relationship with yeah. God till then. Like I have it down here. I said, uh, I saw kind of, I saw God like as an insurance policy. Like a hell insurance. I, yeah, exactly. Like I would like pray some, I'd be well behaved, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, just so I would avoid going to hell. Yeah. But, um, during like now I don't see him that way anymore, of course. Yeah. Um, during the pandemic that really changed and I just dove into the word and that helped change my perspective. For sure. So, yeah. No, that's cool. Cause I think it was yesterday. I was thinking of that too. Like how many people do I know? said a prayer, believed that God saved them, but then they're like, that's it. I just don't want to go to hell. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm right. like, I'm all, that's like, to be honest, insurance is one of those things you pay for each month and then just don't worry about it. Yeah. Until you need it. And I'm like, God's not like insurance though. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, hey, I, oh crap, now my life's falling apart. I need you now. Yeah. And it's more like, hey, I need you the whole time. Uh-huh. So I don't need to worry about any of that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I've always kind of looked at it, you know, our relationship with God is kind of that savior, savior, master, friend, how yeah. I've, I've kind of, even how my walk has been, you know, sure. We get saved, you know, Christianese, we ask for salvation and repent of our sins and we have that salvation and maybe that's it for, for some people, but then you want to start serving and let the Lord be your master over you until you really start like, like which kind of you were saying that you had Isabel is you had a respect, like you would have a respect for your boss, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. But you're not friends with them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. When you start knowing your master's business and getting close to that person that may be your boss, I mean, it happened with me. I, I had a boss that I became close to, to yeah. where I did know all his business and we became friends. And I think that's how our relationship kind of goes with, with the Lord is yeah. that we have that savior and then master. And then, we're knowing and getting to know more and like you did during the pandemic and getting closer to where you're like, this is a relationship. I truly love the Lord. Yeah. And it's not just a one sided where he loves me. He saved me. Now you're, you're pouring love back and worship back. Yeah. 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 And so I, I don't know what your notes have, <laughs> but so you did that. And then how do you think, how has your life changed since then, I guess? Um, honestly, like, I don't feel empty anymore. Like, I would try before to, like, I just felt missing. Like, something's missing. I was yeah. like, there was a void or something. And I would try to fill that with, like, friendships 
or social media or like buy things and be like, once I have this, this will make me happy. Or once I have, once I get this, this will make me happy. But ever since I've like started reading my Bible and really started pursuing God, um, that void has been filled. And now yeah. I don't feel empty anymore. I feel complete. And then I'm like, I just feel happy. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's <laughs> I've, uh, changed. No, that makes sense. That's great. No, so, like, with that, how, what what have, like, because you were going to go to college mm-hmm. at the Highlands? Was that where yeah. you are going? So you were, but then you felt like God called you to stay and all that, like, how how did was that during the pandemic that all came up or was it after or how I did mean, that look? That's when uh things were starting to get more normal, I guess. Yeah. Like when we were recovering from the pandemic. Yeah. Um sorry. Oh, well, for <laughs> for us like for for me and Jill and George, like um like you like <laughs> so Alabama is still behind like where yeah like where we are in utah we're like what what man we're without masks for like already over like a year and a half two years yeah we've been without masks for a while and they did yeah like they brought it up and like a a couple of counties even tuella where we um where we lived and worked like tuella county where they were going to bring it back because um the rates of covid infections were rising yeah and yeah uh, said yeah we tried that and <laughs> didn't want to do anything so we're not going to do that we're not going to yeah do I've, masks it felt like it was like our whole town and like almost the whole state was like we're not doing it like like you go to walmart and like the walmart were, excuse excuse me sir you need to wear a mask and like the person would just blow past and be like <laughs> nope i ain't doing it <laughs> like so i mean we were like like here, you still see glass windows and stuff like that, and that's all gone in most places. You can correct yeah, me if I'm wrong, George. They, but. No, the day that they said, um, I don't know that they could, the mask mandate was removed or whatever it was. Yeah. they took down, you know, um, all the windows. They went into Maverick and they took all the all the things down, all the plexiglass. Yeah, and I was like. It, it was kind of amazing to me how fast that stuff got produced. Yeah. We couldn't get anything else. Toilet but they paper. They were sticking on the floor telling to, to keep six feet apart yeah. and plexiglass everywhere, mm-hmm. but we couldn't get toilet paper. Yeah, that actually doesn't make any sense because, mm-hmm. like, plastics and all that were hard to find. <laughs> but, like, they're like, no, no. We got tons of plexiglass. <laughs> Just in a reserve. Whoever that guy was is so rich now. He was probably like, oh, yeah. oh I've been storing up all this plexiglass for a long time. <laughs> like, you're like, who is that guy? He's like, oh, I'm a plexiglass guy. I knew it would come someday. Glass was not the key. I knew it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What are you drinking there, George? Is that Red Bull? It is. Uh, it's the summer edition Red Bull. It's strawberry apricot. Is it good or is it gross? I don't care for it. <laughs> it's okay. Emery <laughs> loves it, so she bought some that were in the fridge, and I'm like, add one cup of coffee, and I'm like, I need a little something more. Uh, so grab the Red Bull. Regret it's it okay. immediately, huh? <laughs> it's better than, I think it's better than the regular Red Bull. Yeah. You know, I don't really care for those. 
I'll I'll do like a sugar free one or the you know zero one or whatever just to drink it as fast as possible for the effect. <laughs> yeah, that uh, makes sense. And so, for you, Isabel, like you you are what? Go ahead, George. I'm gonna say what what do you do now, Isabel? Like for the church, you're working there. Um, I have the title of creative director. Um, I basically run the social media and uh, edit like ads and uh, just basically graphic design for the church. She and makes all the cool things. <laughs> but uh, I'll do cool. that. I'll do that, and I'll uh, also run the live stream and I'll like edit the sermons and the all the YouTube page and all that stuff. So. Yeah, she's got all the cool creative stuff. Like she, she's Sweet. designing shirts and all this crazy stuff. So, um, obviously, God's given her that cool gift of making cool things. <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm always like, oh man, like so. I come up with ideas. She's more like one of those people that like you're like, oh, I come up with this idea. She makes that idea, and you're like, oh man, I wish I knew how to make that idea. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way, not a bad way. Oh, okay. I'm just saying like, um, but like if anybody well, comes to you and goes, Hey, I want to make this all of a sudden you come up with a whole design that they're like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know how to, how I could have done that, but you did it. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you. What we are you need saying people like that in our lives. Yeah. We need a creative person always <laughs> that you're like, Hey, I want to make a woke shirt. And then you make one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so we actually like have she's creating a woke Christian t-shirt, right? Yes. And a bunch of other shirts, but like um she's kind of the one that makes you make all the backgrounds for the church and stuff, right? Uh no. Some of them? No. No, no, I mean like with the pictures and stuff. Oh, like the um like the pre-service no, announcements? Yeah, not not the <laughs> not <laughs> the like explosion <laughs> like, of colors. No, I don't, that I don't. that's pro presenter. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> But, but like, yeah, but no, you make like, you put picture, like she did our motion, uh, video. She put that all together and like, um, I, she took a bunch of like, cause all of us sent her pictures and videos and stuff. And like the coolest one, like the whole thing was cool. Don't get me wrong. But the coolest part was where you did like the text from KB where it was like saying what his words were on the screen. Oh. And I thought that was really cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. So. What are what are your other notes on there? Um, I think we basically covered them all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, you said my testimony, and that's 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 all I wrote. Yeah. So, so and like for us, like that could be that. But what else? Like, what are you? What are your dreams? Where where are you wanting to go? What are your goals? Well, um, so right now I'm taking a gap year, and but after the gap year, I'd like to attend Highlands College, and take the like go and take the correct like they have practicums instead of uh like majors or minor minors yeah yeah um they have practicums and i want to go into the creative practicum which is basically what i'm doing now but it'll extend like your my knowledge. knowledge yeah and um like graphic design and things like that but it's geared for churches and so i'll specifically learn how to do that so yeah she's gonna be legit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's already legit but like more legit <laughs> and so that's cool. I, I, when you get when you have a creative like I don't know ability like that, and then to to still want to even do more and like okay, I can I know how to do all this stuff. Yeah. But I want to do even more. Like I I just 
I, I appreciate that. I think that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. And it, it's one of those things like, um, obviously technology and all that's always growing, but to uh, want to get better and do better is like one of, I mean, even for us, that's what we strive to do is like, how can I make this better? Uh, even the podcast, <laughs> we go, how do I make this better? How do I do that? But like, you're going for like the bigger vision of that. But if anybody doesn't know what the Highlands is, like I didn't either. So, <laughs> so I looked it up and like the head pastor over the church and I think he's over the school too, technically. Yeah, I think so. Or something. I don't know. But he created like his church and through God, obviously chill out people who listen um, <laughs> that, uh, that they made this college and like in, in all reality and being real, if I was going to send my kids to any like Bible school, it'd be this one to be real. I, so. I want to say that I've, I've heard of the Highlands before, before this, but didn't really know much about it. You know, I heard people, you know, hear people talk about it, but didn't really know yeah. about it. That's kind of how That's I was. Cool. But then when I saw it, I was like, this place is legit. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know. Where you at, George? Well, um, you had said that she was, that Isabel was thinking about starting a podcast. So, yes, what that's why I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I know I'm missing something. That's why I have George. Yeah. He, he, like, I told him I'd, like what we talked about a little bit, but yeah. So you want to do your own podcast. This is your first podcast. Yes. You're doing fantastic by the way. So <laughs> don't, <you. laughs> don't think, Oh, you're doing awful or anything. You're not, you're doing great. So, uh, what, what is your podcast? What do you want to do? And I guess what's your vision with it? So, um, <laughs> George, <laughs> mute yourself. I muted him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're good. <laughs> so um, I'm wanting to, uh, my whole vision behind it is basically equipping people and like teaching them, teaching Christians how to like walk a Christian life and how to embody Christ basically yeah. um, and how to just how to do that. Um, I wanted to call it the Salty Podcast. The Salty <laughs> Podcast. Because <laughs> um, oftentimes, you know, in today's society, it means like being bitter or mean or something along those lines um, yeah but i wanted to take that and twist it because take it in meaning that we are supposed to be the salt of the earth yeah and we're supposed to be the city on the hill set apart and be the light of the world that's a cool name well, thank you yeah <laughs> so um but that's what i wanted to do and talk about like current you're, un you're unmuted george just so you know <laughs> i muted you so, <laughs> i'm sorry i i'm like i said i'm working but so it's called the Salty. Are you calling it the Salty Podcast? Yes. And that was Pastor That's Ben awesome. walking by. So sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, man. He's going to make it on YouTube. He just doesn't guest. know it. No. <laughs> we have another guest. He's coming in right now. Just kidding. <laughs> oh. So you want to, what do you want? Like, so what is going to be your, the focus of your podcast and, like it's got to be different than ours because we don't we don't need the competition. <laughs> yeah. She she's not competing with well, we us at all. Cross promote. We could cross promote. That that's intentional. Like we will. Yes, once you have like an intro and all that, you can send it to us, and we will cross promote oh, so nice. that you have our our people and your people. Oh, cool. That kind of thing. Like yeah. forces unite. Yeah. 
So you might Absolutely. you want to go over it again because I think George missed all of what you said. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to call it the salty podcast, and um, like the Bible talks about being the salt of the earth, being the light of the world, and the city on the hill like set apart from the rest of the world. And so I want to talk about how to do that and like current concepts that people struggle with um, in life, and just how to overcome that, and how to embody Christ and be ambassadors for Christ and just really reflect him through it all. So. Yeah, that's, and like I said, that's an awesome name. And it's something that's really needed is that, um, which actually we coincide then as podcasts technically. So we give our testimony, they get their testimony, they get saved, they go to your podcast and then listen to how you effectively become a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's actually very genius to team up in that kind cool. of aspect. Cool. But um, I'm going to mute myself for a minute and turn the video off for a minute. Okay, you're good, man. And so um, other than that, I mean, what I guess from here, uh, George is muted and heading off pretty much. But um, something I don't know if you heard because you did listen to one podcast. Something we ask our guests to do is to pray us out of the podcast. So I think we'll tag your podcast once you have it. Um, but for now, we'll do... You have Instagram and all that? Yeah. We'll, we'll send links to you for Instagram, and then people can follow you that way. Cool. But if you don't mind praying us out of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, totally. All right. Father God, we thank, we thank you for this time that we've gotten to spend with each other and to glorify you and to help other people... Uh, get to know you better, Lord. And um, we thank you, Lord, for these awesome guys who are teaming up together and helping to bring people closer to you and to spread your word and your and your love and your goodness. And um, we ask, ask you, Lord, to help them to continue to do this and to keep you first in all of everything that they do. And um, I thank you, Lord, for this time and for this podcast. And uh, thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.